Mega Man X4. Hello, everybody. Hey. What is going on, y'all? Yeah, welcome to the extreme. That is correct. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we play through video game soundtracks. That is true. My man, Joey. My man, Zach. How's it going? It has been crazy at work, my dude. Hell yeah. I could not be happier to be diving back into Mega Man and blow off some stress. Oh yeah, dude, it's a perfect place to do it. And it's fantastic. You can live out your fantasies of wielding a beam saber and cutting in robots with no feelings in half. (laughs) So you don't have to worry about empathizing with them. Oh yeah. Yay, violence. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah. I'm enjoying the sunshine. Yes, it's finally turning. Thank the Lord. For those of you (laughs) in North America, you will be on the same page as us. Yes, unless you live in a place with microclimates or something like that, which Mm -hmm. I learned of maybe a year ago when I visited friends (laughs) in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing, apparently. It's microclimates. Are you familiar with this? No. So microclimates are basically... Go to, like, a different part of the city, and it's completely different weather. Right. Like, it could be raining in the north part, or, like, super sunny in the south, and it's, like, maybe, like, ten minutes, within ten minutes of each other. Like, it's ridiculous. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I thought it, yeah, I I honestly thought at first it sounded very, like, west coasty. Yeah. And it's like, did you make this word up? (laughs) Is this another word, like, lumbersexual? (laughs) <laughs> is that a thing? Did you just make that up now? No, they also said that was a thing. Lumbersexual. <laughs> yeah. Are I they, would... like, attracted to wood? No, I don't know. I think it's, like, a hipster who wears a plaid shirt and jeans and has, a be- has like, facial hair. Because that's exactly what I had on when somebody called me that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just like a Canadian. Yeah. That's what I just have in my in my like inherent Canadian clothing arsenal. <laughs> it's like given to us at birth. <laughs> you you keep keeps growing with you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad to hear you're doing well, man. Yeah, man. So let's jump into the podcast. Yeah. Um, so before, you know what? Let's let's first recap what we did last week. Last time, we of course. Did some s- cyber peacock. That is correct. We dove deep into the network. Uh, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. And then we had the privilege of fighting Jet Stingray. We The pleasure was mostly ours. Yeah. <laughs> Partially but his. We, uh, we didn't learn a lot about his uh, history. Yeah. Yeah, sorry guys, that was my bad. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot to do that. I know, <laughs> I know, probably some of you were bummed, but you know what? We're gonna make up for it right now. Let's do it with an an early internet backstory. Internet backstory. Yeah, check All it. Right. That's so early. <laughs> we're we're starting off with internet backstory. Okay, it's gonna be a good episode. All right, so Jet Stingray, known as Jet Stingren. In Japan, he is a Stingray-based member of Repliforce, uh, who dedicated his military career. Uh, he's dedicated. Sorry, he's dedicated to his military career. 
He worked his way up the ranks and became a member of Rebel Force's Navy. Uh, he had great respect for both the general and colonel, so when General announced his move for the Reploid independence, there were no questions to where his loyalties lay. When the coup began as a diversion, he attacked a city's underground power station, creating chaos to draw the Maverick Hunters. Another fucking diversion! <laughs> Another they one! They all just do diversions. Yeah, like, I think there were more diversions than there were actual, like, tactical maneuverings versions. by... Yeah, there were <laughs> two, more ver- diversions than there were versions. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, by the way, his uh, surname is uh, Aqua Destroyer. Cool. Which is fantastic. I like it. Um, let me double check to see what else I got here. Uh, he made an appearance in the Archie comics, uh, released uh, to fight the aforementioned uh, Sanic the Hedgehog when he teamed up with Mega Man. I uh, still need to find those comics on the cheap, but uh, if anybody yeah. knows, tweet at us, and uh, yeah. I'd love to know, because I, I want to read the shit out of these. Um, maybe like a pack. Anyway, um... So a little trivia here. Uh, let's see. His original Japanese lines painted him as an eloquent, as uh, sorry, as eloquent and boastful, making no implications of hiding, and was sti- and, uh, instead impressed X could catch up to his speed. Uh, his lines included, "With the pride of my army, I shall obliterate you," uh, and I have seen jellyfish made of sterner stuff. Uh, and farewell. <laughs> May you fade alongside the ocean debris. Why didn't they just keep those? That's so poetic. Yeah, like, fuck, dude, that's awesome. I'd rather you be like, it sounds like if this internet backstory is to be wholly believed, that fits your character better because you're, like, proud of being in the Navy and proud of, like, being an officer. Yeah. Like, the other one was, like, you were, like, a hitman or a thug or something. Or it's like, ah, shit, you found me. <laughs> this one, I, I like this one better, to be honest. Yeah, same. Uh, but that's all I got for Jet Stingray. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure we covered that before we moved on. But that was Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So feel a little bit better now. Cool. So let's move into this. We have no other options. Time yeah. to jump into the spaceport. And let's hover. Sure. Let's uh, let's hover delicately into position so that we're ready for docking. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Let's go. Fuck. (laughs) Guys, I need help. I need more pun juice. Passes out. I, you need to raise your hands in the air and give me your pun energy. <laughs> or your punergy. Punergy, oh shit. Okay, I, I feel the punergy. <laughs> uh, you know what? If I don't think of one after the stage, um, I'll think of one then. You could tweet it if you think of it later. Done. All right. Let's jump into the spaceport. Or tweet at us, guys. That's if true. If you think of one. At, it's the extreme. And the best one will showcase next episode. Yeah, cool. We'll talk about that. That's awesome. 
Yeah. That's such a good idea. Please do that. Right. All right. But yeah, let's go to the spaceport. Welcome back, you sexy, sexy people. Oh my god. So sorry. <laughs> supposed to take that as a compliment. It was. <laughs> this isn't, I'm not at work anymore. I'm not going to get a workplace violation for saying that. Now. Yes. Shitty ball sacks. <laughs> I say that at work too. Ah, <laughs> damn it. That's no different then. <laughs> Uh, but we did it, guys. We took down the first part of the spaceport here. Yeah. And sadly, we took down our good friend, the Colonel. Oh, Colonel. But I'll before we you. talk about the Colonel, uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the spaceport itself. All right. So this music gave me hives. Hives. <laughs> I was so stressed. Like, not even goosebumps. It's like the next level. No, we've jumped up a level, and now I have hives. <laughs> <laughs> it's very stressful music. Yeah, I like um, it. Yeah, I, I like the synth forward. Honestly, like uh -huh. the synth music in the front sounds awesome. Yeah, and it's bumping as hell. But that backbeat, yo, is giving me a fucking heart attack. 
It's too, it's so intense. Yeah. Rightfully it's, so, though. Rightfully so. I mean, this is an urgent time. Yeah. Uh, Zero's not fucking, or Zero and X are not fucking around anymore. Yeah. Uh, and the background down, is, like, super cool. Yeah, they're here to take down these giant flying hammerhead shark-looking ships. Yeah. <laughs> which are, is an interesting choice of yeah. design. I don't know what, why they decided that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because the design is more aerodynamic. Uh, no, they're they're spaceships. They don't have to be aerodynamic. That's a good point. But I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe they were just like they had a hat, a drawing from a hat, and <laughs> they were like, "All right, let's just put a bunch of animals in a hat, not not actual animals, like names of animals in a hat, and we'll pick a name, and that's what we're gonna stick with." Because nobody can decide. <laughs> and then they put their hand in, and a hammerhead shark came out of the hat, and they're like, what the actual fuck? Oh, uh, yeah, this is going to be an epic spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be pretty cool, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as we move through the stage here, it's pretty much standard enemies that we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the enemies with berets that have guns and shoot at you. Um Spiked enemy balls, uh, like the uh, ones we've seen throughout all the X games. Right. Um, but, I mean, there's a part, actually, where there's just a corridor with, like, the bouncing spike balls. Yeah. Who are spinning around with their spinning stupid spike balls of death. A lot of dodging. Um, I don't think they've seen my Kuenzon, because I'm the only spinning ball of death here as Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I'm way more powerful. Beam Saber beats metal any day. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. I, I am the real king of the mountain. <laughs> I am the, the alpha and the zero, zero mega. <laughs> <laughs> zero is before alpha. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Shit. Um, so, <Nah>. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. Nah. Uh, so then we move on to another section here. Uh, it's a little bit of a tower climbing section. Yeah. With uh, kind of giving me vibes of uh, Boomer Quanger stage, honestly, from X1. X1. Um, just because the like stage design, it's like if you condensed a Boomer Quanger section. Yeah. Because like the platforms are a little closer together. True. Um, so but the balls, like so the spiky balls could like jump. Exactly. So it's uh, making more of a obstacle for you. Mm-hmm. But I was definitely getting major flashbacks there, uh, and then you get to the top, and you are at the boss. That was fast. I know. There's not really much to talk about in the stage. <laughs> We're getting to that point where the stages kind of don't yeah. matter, where they're just kind of vehicles to get you to a boss. Yeah, normal, normal kind of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty much normal Mega Man fare. They really put a lot of their effort into the uh, first eight yeah. stages and then kind of make hallways with enemies in them, so right. to speak. Um, but I guess we'll see. Maybe maybe our opinions of that will change as it goes on here. Yeah. But for now, we got to talk about the Colonel, and he's a fucking, like, holy shit, is he a fucking Jedi? <laughs> like, this entrance is so crazy epic. Yeah. Like, lightning shoots down from the sky and then apparates him into existence where he's standing there holding the beam saber into the air yeah. where the lightning has struck, and he's just fucking right there. Did he, like, 
come from the lightning? I don't know. What is this? He's a wizard or something. <laughs> Did he apparate here? What the actual fuck? Who knows? It's so bro. cool. Yeah, it's epic. Holy God. And they have equally epic dialogue between the two of them. <laughs> uh, Vizero and Colonel. So Zero implores Colonel to step aside because he's being a dummy. And Colonel eloquently says, in not so many words, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Zero then says, Iris will be sad if you die. Not, not quite in those words. Yeah. But uh, he's basically saying that. And Colonel also, in I'm, I'm also paraphrasing, uh, says, fuck you, fam. Save until after you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> he should have just said that. I think my paraphrasing might make it a little better, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> you guys get the point, right? <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, and yeah, and then the fight occurs. And we have a little bit of di- actual, like, spoken dialogue. From yeah, Colonel. it's like a first, I think. Yeah, for the stages itself, uh, to have bosses actually say full-on sentences to you, completely new. Yeah. Uh, And he has one of three lines here, which I'm going to try and do in my best Australian accent, or at least I'm going to give as much due as the actual designers of X4 did when they thought of an Australian accent. Uh, I'm excited for this. So, uh... I've been waiting to fight with you. <laughs> that was better. That you oh. did better there than the game. Thank you. Yeah. I th- I hope so. Uh, and then, uh, I'll show you no mercy. Now get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm doing more like Cockney Australian. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like Colonel would be more like Classy Australian. Mm. Like, then sh- he's got like, sh- show me what you've got. Jimmy, okay, I, I think I fully transitioned to Cockney British. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> nice. Wait, you give it a go. I want to hear, like, your legit go. Um, Australian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to do Australian. Come on, you got this. Show me what you've got. Show me what you got. <laughs> okay, that was no, good. It's, it's British. I just do British. Well, I mean... It, it's, it was a British colony, so it was tinges yeah. of British. So, that's not bad. I like it. Show me what you got, mate. <laughs> there you go. You gotta add the mate. <laughs> that's, that's what made it. Yeah. That's what mate it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Thanks, guys. You kept your hands raised, so I'm getting a little more punergy. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And then, as the fight begins, we get a little bit more boss, a new boss music theme, and I fucking love it. Yeah. It's uh, so good. I always loved, like, the new boss themes. Yeah, they really add a new sense of hype to the actual fight. They kind of really distinguish that you're not just fighting Mavericks anymore. You're fighting really important people. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Totally. Um, and then uh, Colonel absolutely must be a Jedi or something because... <laughs> He does literal teleporting and phasing in and out of reality? I don't know. To, like, fight you. But, like, he does, obviously, laser slashes that shoot energy beams at you. He'll just try and straight up hit you with his energy beams. But, like I said, he'll teleport, which is really cool looking, by the way. Um, And then he'll just, like, phase. 
like where he doesn't quite teleport out, but he's like shifting his being to a different part of the stage. Right. If that makes any sense. I like, guess. Like he doesn't he doesn't disappear. He's just like phasing yeah. to a different point right, right. on in the stage. Or just like moving so quickly that you can't even see You're like seeing him like move. you're like seeing his after image or something. Right. Like fucking Dragon Ball or something. Yeah. Um, and then he has some special moves that he actually yells out loud when he activates them. Uh, so he has got the energy breaker. Energy breaker. <laughs> Where he uh, summons lightning again from the skies, uh, slams his sword into the ground, which disperses the lightning, uh-huh. which then shoots back up into the air. Right. Uh, which is a great move to cover a lot of ground. Oh, yeah. So you have to be very careful about how you dodge that. And glad it doesn't all happen at the same time, so you can dodge it if yes, you it's, know it. It's very convenient that they stagger out the attack like that for yeah. you. <laughs> um, but I actually really liked this fight, and it was very stressful, at least at the end for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of all the teleporting. I'm not great with teleporting bosses, because <laughs> I don't take the time uh, to think about how long they're going to be teleporting for. Yeah. I just kind of do it on gut feel. Right. Which is kind of on me, but you know what? It's your Whatever. only weakness. It's my only weakness, is not caring as much as I probably should. <laughs> um, but I like the fight. It's very well done. It's kind of the fight I would want to have with Colonel, honestly. Yeah. Considering we had a fight with him before. Right. And this is, like, the next logical step, where he's, like, going more all out. Totally. Uh, but I after you... Def- cool. What? And it, like, the fight looks cool in general. Agreed, and the fight looks very cool. Uh, it'll hopefully, I, I'm pretty sure it'll show up well in the YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, in the after you beat him, you get some post-battle dialogue. Oh uh, yeah. Between them, and uh, shall I read you my paraphrased notes again? Yes, please. All right. So Colonel says, uh, "Impressive, but you're too slow." <laughs> and Zero's like, "What?" <laughs> Colonel. Says that Rattler Force is in space. In space. In space. And Zero's like, Colonel. And Colonel's like, tell Iris that her brother died happily. Bye, Zero. And just proceeds to explode. (laughs) Like, I don't. Apparently, people in the hallway think I'm pretty funny, too. (laughs) Oh, I'm excited for this video. Uh, yes, my dude, it's gonna be funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, very interesting dialogue here. I think they were just trying to say, like, oh, I've met my match, and it was good to fight someone as, uh, as, uh, skilled as you, and if ever I was gonna go down, it's to someone as strong as you. Yeah. So, that fair was enough. nice of him. He has a warrior's death. Yeah. Uh, but then you transport back out into Hunter HQ. Yes. And they're basically saying, yo, they're in space. You need to get out there. Yeah, they're in space now. And Zero, uh, I think we diverge a little bit on the dialogue because Zero says, like, I re- like, where the fuck did Iris go? Did she leave for space too? And then he's like, don't do this to me, Iris, because he's, he's sensitive about that. Uh. Did X say stuff? Yeah. Did X say words with his mouth? (laughs) At the base, you mean? Like, headquarters? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's like... So he's there with Double. 
Okay. Because cool. it watches the, the, uh, the ship for me or whatever. I'm going to go after them in space. <laughs> okay. Double's like, no, reconsider it. It's far too dangerous. <laughs> and Nick's like, oh, we don't have any other option. He has no I'm choice. leaving you in charge here, Double. <laughs> the greatest idea. Yeah. Very thought out. Yes. Very well done. The X being a bit, bit naive, if you will. <laughs> naive for those of you who live in reality. Um, but that's pretty cool, man. All right. And that was it. That was the spaceport. Yes, it was. But now it's time for a quick episode of a podcast within a podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Within a baseball field. <laughs> it's internet backstory. Internet backstory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we just finished off the colonel. So we have to give this man his time in the limelight. Oh yeah. So colonel, or uh, he doesn't have a Japanese name. Colonel <laughs> um, is the main attack leader of Repulsor. And Iris's overprotective big brother. His ultimate flaw is his pride of Repliforce, that he is very oblivious to the effects of his actions. He simply does what he sees is best for Reploids, but does not realize that Repliforce has been manipulated by a former and constant nemesis of the ex of the uh, Maverick Hunters. Who um, who could it be? We already know. It told us in the beginning. <laughs> Um, Colonel is a tall, serious-looking reploid. His height is so great that he dwarfs X in the cutscenes. Um, fair enough. Joey, vamp for me um, while I look for things. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Uh, but the Colonel made a brief cameo in the Archie comics, um, along with Iris, apparently, mm-hmm. um, as the Maverick Hunters um, teamed up with Sonic to fight Sigma, and God, I really need to read this fucking manga. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> um, yeah, Jesus. A uh, little bit of pizzas of trivia. Um, Colonel, along with his sister, speaks in an Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, trivia. <laughs> God damn it. Um, there's, like, trivia here for the for other games, and I don't want to spoil that. Okay. So. All right. Leave it. I'll just leave it for now. Um, there's not... Too much else here. I'm looking, I'm looking, looking. Uh, yeah, no, guys, I'm sorry. There's not a ton here on Colonel for uh, for what we got. That's cool. That was, that was fine, right? Yeah. Sorry, guys. Another episode of uh, Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. And now we jump into the next stage, the final weapon. The final. Whoop on! <laughs> <Okay. laughs> 
if you're a kung fu master. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know? It's like Bruce Lee, when he's like, Wicca! He's actually saying, Wipon! <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be a kung fu master, just say weapon. <laughs> uh, but that's, yeah, that's it. Before we jump in here with the next segment of music. Yeah. Oh, man, we're doing a lot shorter now. Yeah, well, it was only one little episode, one little uh, level, you know? It's that's basically true. basically a boss. No, that's true. It was basically like a hallway and a boss. Yeah. So, hallway okay. and a boss. Fair enough. You know what? Sometimes we need a little bit of shortness in our lives. Yeah, you got you to gotta keep it... Keep it light. Keep it brief. Varied up, you know? Yeah, you know what? Bre- brevity is... Is sometimes appreciated. Mm. Unlike what we're doing now, to lengthen it out. <laughs> and clearly are not abiding by our own thoughts. <laughs> so, well, if you want to get into it... <laughs> yeah, let's debate. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so let's, uh, let's head to the final Wapon. Yeah. And uh, show it what we're made of. Wapon!
Alrighty, guys. That was it. The final weapon we... is still not yeah. taken care of. <laughs> Shit, we're not done here. It just started going off. It just started going off. We'll get to that. Yes, we will. What the fuck is going on here? Uh, so the final weapon is a bunch of pulsating cores and vein-looking tubes uh, like in the background. That's very descriptive of you. Thank you. I tried to paint a mental picture for you guys <laughs> so you can see with your mind's eye as yeah. you listen. Or, or just watch the video. Or do that. Or do that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty interesting in the background there. A lot of pulsating lights, a yeah. lot of uh, data. I say that with air quotes. It's data? Like some sort of, like, biological data. Something like that, yeah. Um, and holy hell, man, the bassist is going ham on this song, <laughs> and I fucking love it. They really you let him shine with that it. solo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I love it when like the bassist kind of gets their time in the sun. Yeah. Because like lead guitar always gets for front billing for obvious reasons. Right. But like sometimes when they just like have a good bassist and he just goes ham on that bass. Yeah. It's fucking a love good time. it. Um, but as we go through this stage here, uh, we have really just two enemies that we both have seen before. Um. The trigun and the laser cannons. Mm -hmm. um, but just the thing I noticed, and again, this could obviously just be explained away by game design uh, because it's a game, but why don't the gigantic lasers hurt the other enemies that get caught up in it? Ooh, good question. That uh, seems like kind of bullshit. <laughs> it seems like a bit of bullshit. But at the same time, it's a video yeah, game, and maybe I should just shut my stupid mouth. Call the bullshit card. <laughs> I have to call the bullshit card because if I don't, who will? No one. No one. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry if I'm doing it too much, you guys. Maybe I'm nitpicking. <laughs> no, I probably. I'm. I'm absolutely nitpicking. That's the um, greatness. Why it's so great? Of greatness yeah. of gr great things. You know what would be a really it's shitty supervillain? The nitpicker. Oh, God. <laughs> he just, like, mildly criticizes everything you do. <laughs> like, I can't believe you chose to wear socks that don't match today. Are you kidding me with this bullshit? <laughs> Get your act together, you pile of human garbage. Oh, like, nitpicker, God. that was harsh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really feel so good anymore. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't. Go get, home and change your socks. Get some sense of style. Get some style. So says the nitpicker. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that super villain. Yeah. Just mildly harmful. <laughs> uh, but as, <laughs> it would, right? Uh, but as we get into the end of this corridor, I think we have a bit of a divergence. We do. You and me. Do. So do you want to go first? Sure. All right, hit me with it. What happens? So I walk into this boss room here. Okay. And who do I see? Who? None other than Double. <gasps> What's he doing what? there? How Double? can he be in more than one place at the same time or something? Maybe you're just seeing Double. Uh, ah! 
<laughs> I'll see myself out of the podcast. <laughs> walking away, walking away. Slamming the door. <laughs> Zach, come back. Okay, I'm back. Okay, cool. So, X is like, Double, what are you doing here? And he's like, hee hee hee, ha ha ha. <laughs> Weird response to that. That's it. Did you hear that? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Not really, though. Uh, I had an internet backstory in the background. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, it just pops up at the least expected <laughs> times. <laughs> um, he's like, oh, Ripple Force is all idiots. The Maverick Hunters and, and all of them are idiots that's what he was saying he's like <laughs> x is like what i don't understand and and double's like just think about it and then uh just think about it and then he's like die <laughs> die x <laughs> just think about it except wait you're dying <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay fair uh, enough so yeah so then you see double turn into his like super saiyan form Nice. And he goes, um, I'm so anxious to rip you apart. Nice. Yeah. That seems, uh, pretty solid. Yeah. I'm actually seeing a few other pre-battle lines here, if you don't oh, yeah. mind. Uh, I'm gonna recycle you, and, <laughs> and, ha ha ha, you're gonna get hurt, X. <laughs> oh my god. What is this, high school? Yeah, wait, before he's like, you're going to die, and like, nope, you're just going to hurt you a little. You're going to get hurt a little bit, maybe. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so tell me about the fight. So he has this one main attack where he just, like, jumps in the air and slams at you. Okay. And he yells out, like, evil slam! <laughs> or something like that. Oh, my God. I love it. That's just corny enough to work. It's so corny. Oh my god! And he keeps he repeats it over and over. It's like uh, Mortal Kombat or something. <laughs> just goddamn like too many times. Yeah. You need to stop. Yeah, exactly. He has this other attack. Okay. Where he yells, uh, "Destroy!" <laughs> okay. And it's just like a a an orb, a blue orb. He just shoots at you. Cool. No big deal. Just dodge it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And, uh... That's basically it. So you just gotta keep dodging him. Oh, it's got this, like... Beam of... Blue... Light, or whatever... That he shoots. Like... Once or twice. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's and interesting. Yeah. Not too... Not too difficult. You take him out... All right, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, he's he's done, right? Basically, he's like, oh, I was sent here to spy on you. And, but uh, who could have possibly sent him to spy on us? <laughs> I have no idea. And he's like, that your naiveness may be your fatal flaw. And I was like, wait, naiveness? Is that a word? <laughs> Is it? I thought it was naivety. Naivety. Naivete. I think naivety. Naivete, yes. I believe that's the word. <laughs> anyway. Okay. That's it. Very cool, man. And while we're on the subject, 
Let's do a quick internet backstory for Double. Internet backstory. All right. Yes. So Double, or uh, Daburu, is a supporting character as well as secondary antagonist for X. Uh, posing as a rookie Maverick Hunter, he quickly gained X trust, X's trust by acting as his operator during missions. But as X began infiltrating the final weapon, Double revealed his true purpose, as you had mentioned. Um, after slaughtering several of X's own hunters in the 17th unit on Sigma's command, like we saw in that cutscene a while back, right. uh, Double then followed X to uh, the final weapon after ranting maniacally about how he was using the Maverick Hunter's repel force and even the Mavericks themselves, and then attacks X. All right. Um, let's see. Here, uh, he did appear in the Archie comics. Uh, Double is one of the numerous Mavericks duplicated by Sigma uh, to form an army to battle Sonic the Hedgehog and Mega Man. Uh, however, he and his fellow Mavericks were then attacked... What? Were then attacked by the, the then-arriving fucking Street Fighters? What? <laughs> what is this crossover? Oh my god, that's the funniest crossover. What is happening? We've, we've crossed way too many universes. <laughs> there's Sonic, and there's Mega Man, and there's Mega Man X, and there's Street Fighter now? What in the fuck is happening in this manga? My dudes. Yo, Extremers, seriously, if you find a place that I can get these comics on the cheap, please let me know. This is killing me. I have to know how the fuck they wrote these things to yeah. get these people all in the same room. You gotta find it. You gotta find them. I'm gonna keep looking. Um, a little bit of trivia. Double sword arm and evil grin upon showing his true nature are similar to that of another double agent slash traitor. That uh, X and Zero team up with later, um, who I am not going to say right now because we'll cover this person in a later X game. Uh, Double has a short cameo appearance in the intro of X5. Uh, Double has a striking appearance to Dio Brando. A character from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I believe that is an anime. Okay. Uh, both having a habit of bending over backwards. Uh, they have similar shoe wear and share a similar color scheme. Uh, ironically, the group who developed Street Fighter 3 also developed uh, the game JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, Heritage for the Future. Cool. Yeah, interesting. So if anybody is a... Uh, JoJo's fan out there. Maybe you knew this before us, but I've never actually seen that anime. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it sounds pretty bizarre. Maybe I'll take a look at it. Yeah. Um, if I ever have time in my <laughs> life. <laughs> One day. One day. But that's the, that's Double's internet backstory. Internet backstory. Right. Very cool. Um, and let me move on to my fight now. Yeah, let's hear it. Where I end up fighting Iris? Uh, Iris? Yeah, I fought Iris. The, the, the like, Zero's love interest. Uh Uh-huh. So, we enter the room, and she's kind of standing there, staring at this glowing purple orb. Um, 
And then she says to Zero Link that we she found out that we killed her brother. Oh shit. Um, and then she she like what the hell happened? She just kind of fuses with this orb she's holding, and then grows a robot mech suit that has wings. And okay. then yells to Zero, uh, "Forgive me, Zero." <laughs> As they begin fighting. Forgive me. me. <laughs> um, but then this fight is kind of interesting. First off, the music that they play for this fight is very, very sad. It's like a, it's like a, if you made the fight theme reluctant sounding, like I don't really want to be doing this right now. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, the fight itself is kind of interesting because. You don't you don't damage her by attacking her. You damage her by attacking the core that she fused with. Okay. But you can't get that core out until you attack her enough. So once you do, the core is exposed and you can attack that. But once you're hitting her, every time you hit her, mines shoot out from the body and try and home in on you. Uh. So the more you hit her, the more the screen fills up with mines. And they just kind of end up being a crazy clusterfuck of mines everywhere. And on top of that, she'll shoot a fucking gigantic laser beam at you. That's crazy. Like, Jesus Christ, Iris, this is intense. Sounds pretty difficult. Yeah, and uh, so once that core is exposed, um, you have to start attacking that because that's the only thing that damages her. But then now the core can also fire laser beams at you, and it does like this crazy crossing cross pattern to like pinpoint you wherever you are so like if you're on the wall it could like send a laser beam directly at the wall to fuck you over it tries to like pinpoint your position and fuck you yeah. uh, but then you destroy the core uh, and get a quick cutscene I get a cutscene where the craziest shit happens <laughs> Uh, this is one of those cutscenes that I think people have just seen uh, and be one of those things they see on the interwebs just because it's an example of the best voice acting. Oh, yeah. So Iris is laying on the floor dying and asks us to live, uh, to live in a world where reploids only exist uh, and... Uh, Come to think of it, there's a slight undertone of racism there. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit of robot racism. Just saying, Iris might be a little racist. What do you mean? I guess so. Yeah. Um, not great. Uh, but Zero snaps her back, snaps her out of that and saying, it's only a fantasy. Iris, it's only a fantasy. It's only a fantasy. <laughs> and, uh, oh, by the way, she has her Australian accent now, which... I don't think she had it before. And okay. just just kind of noted now. Oh, um, she just, now she has it? Now she just has it for some reason. Okay. Uh, but then Iris just kind of smiles at zero and dies. Um, <laughs> not to, like, make that moment less impactful, but just, it's what happens. All right. And then zero kind of breaks down. It's like, Iris, 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 Iris. And he screams and has a fucking freak out. He's like, no, this isn't happening. I can't go on anymore. What am I fighting for? Wow. I think I did a pretty good rendition. That is 
pretty intense. <laughs> Thank you. That was uh, that was my rendition of the <laughs> intenseness that they bring. Zach Witter, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is the cutscene and basically the end of Iris. But it is the beginning of Iris's internet backstory. Internet backstory. So much backstory all at once, yo. Yeah. Uh, But Iris, or uh, Irisu, was uh, Zero's navigator and love interest. Um, She was also the younger twin sister of Colonel? They were twins? Okay, I did not know that. I did not know that either. Um, like her brother, she speaks an Australian accent, blah, yada, yada, um, what? Okay, Rappel Force is, here's a little history, which isn't on anything else. Uh, Rappel Force's scientists attempted to develop an ultimate fighting reploid with both high fighting spirit and a peace-loving heart, but the differences were ultimately considered ir- irreconcilable. And the project was considered a failure. The science then decided to split them up into two reploids, consulting, or sorry, resulting in the creation, I can say words, of Iris and her brother, Colonel. Her half was the peaceful arbiter, and Colonel's was the strong-willed fighter. Interesting. Cool. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Zach's getting a phone call. Zach's getting a phone call. This is a new segment. Where Zach puts his phone on... Zach gets a phone call. Um, Okay, sorry about that. Oh, whoever it is, I'll call them back. Um, In X4... uh, When... So when Ripple Force is labeled Mavericks, both X and Zero are signed different missions to gather information... Uh, Iris assisted zero. Yep, we saw that. Uh, we talked about that with the. Yep, we talked about that scene where he's overwhelmed with her death. Uh, Sigma later antagonized zero by further revealing that his involvement in this whole ordeal, uh, even taunting him by saying, "Iris is waiting for you." Yeah. You fucking dick. Um. There's a lot of shit here. I'm trying to just kind of digest it all at once. Yeah. She's in a few other games, uh, Rockman Online and uh, Project Cross Zone as uh, supporting characters. Uh, she's also in the Archie comics. Um, she was not cloned by Sigma. Um, Zero noted that even though Sigma's minions were vast and plentiful, he did not... Uh, bring back Colonel or Iris. Okay. Um, a little bit of trivia. Yeah. Um, Iris's final words in X4 would later be repeated uh, by Mega Man Zero 2 and uh, antagonist El Pizzo okay. upon becoming Dark El Pizzo. Okay. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I hope you guys heard my... That's my ring. That's my text message notifier. I guess I didn't put it on silent. So <laughs> I get a text message. 
What, what, what was that? It was <laughs> you know, like a slide whistle. I had a I had a recorder on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you? Okay, I'm not gonna ask. Never mind. Why do you have a recorder on your desk? Because I just brought it from home and I didn't put it anywhere. Fair enough. Um, uh, in in Iris's death scene that we described, it was later redubbed uh, by Lucas Gilbertson. Uh, Zero's voice actor in X8, uh, and Ashley Schroding and Ashley Schroeder. The redub version is not an officially not sorry not an official production by Capcom, and Schroeder does not replicate the accent. Uh, Michelle Gaspis voiced with her originally, so no Australian accent. Oh, yeah, I know. Such yeah. a damn shame. <laughs> uh, but that's it for this. I'm definitely going to be coming back to Iris because she's in a few other games. But for X4, her segment of Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Can we have more recorder? I should keep this on me every episode. (laughs) What? Yeah, why are we just discovering that you have this recorder now? (laughs) It's so funny. Find ways to put this recorder in. (laughs) Uh... Fantastic. Uh, but we're on to the second part of Final Weapon here. Yeah. Uh, and there are two pilots. Finally. Finally, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go long on this episode. Oh, yeah. We thought uh, it was going to be short. I thought it was going to be short, but there's so much shit to talk about now. Yeah, I know. Uh, there, so, part two here. Uh, there are two paths you can actually take now there's a lower path and an upper path. Yeah. Let me talk about them. I went through them both. Cool. Uh, just for y'all. Uh, so, the lower path. Focuses more on precision platforming with uh, some enemies sprinkled in. Yeah. So it's all about making sure you don't fall into the abyss or fall into the gigantic red and purple spinner in the background. Whatever that is. Is It's super distracting. It's super distracting. Is somebody playing a gigantic game of life? (laughs) Like that spinner from life, except it's only colored two different colors. I get it. Thank you. Nice. Air fives. (laughs) <laughs> Delayed reaction. There's an echo. There's, there's an echo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then there's a re- eagle right armor there, which is basically useless. Because yeah, uh, you I can... Don't, I don't know why it's even there. I don't know. You ride it for like a second, but every time... You can make it hover in the air, but every time it gets hit, it goes down yeah. a bit. And yeah. like it just doesn't help you. No. You have to just jump out of it anyway to get out. I don't get why they put that there. I don't know. It honestly just makes it harder. Yeah. Uh, but that's the lower path, uh, and it converges with the upper path, which I will talk about now, which leads you to a menacing little spike wall uh, in the interest and in the beginning there, which is super cool. Um, well, yeah, but this whole upper section is basically just spike haven. Tons of fucking spikes everywhere. Yeah, I, and enemies, I would take the, the bottom route. Yeah, and there's spikes that are, their enemies are just trying to shove you into these spikes, and then on fucking top of that, there's gigantic Independence Day lasers in this stage too. I know they're everywhere. Like what the fuck, my dude? Makes this me is crazy. Day. I know. We have a viewing party. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but that is both paths here, and then we get the red carpet treatment as we fight the general, mm. who is so big that yeah, they he's couldn't huge. fit him into the fucking screen. He takes yeah. So that he doesn't fucking pop in. Yeah, that's so weird. He just it's, literally it's like pops glitch. in. Little programming glitch, I think. Yeah, it's just like... 
I hope that came through. He pops in. Okay, yeah. Heard it. Um, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> um, and also the general, like, he just kind of stands up from his chair and it just bursts apart. Yeah, like, why? Well, I don't get that. What did he do? What did that chair do to him? Like, that's his chair. Doesn't he yeah. want it? Yeah, what if he wants to sit down again? Yeah. Was it? Ex- I figure it's very expensive to make gigantic chairs for this man. Also, so why would he destroy it? to sit down? Like, Maybe they get robo-tired. <laughs> <laughs> Their robo-joints get old and need to, wa- need to oil them. I guess so. Um, but as we begin here, uh, there's a little bit of back-and-forth dialogue. Uh, yeah. Shall I read my transcript? Do it. And by transcript, I mean paraphrasings. Please. So, many died. They're on your conscience, dude. Uh, General's like, Independence has a high price, yo. And Zero's like, what about Iris? You forget about her dog? And, like, dude, Zero, I don't think you can blame Iris dying on the General, <laughs> considering you killing her brother was kind of the reason why she went, like, crazy on you. Mm-hmm. So, not the best blame game here. Um... <laughs> The general's like, no regrets. Hashtag YOLO. <laughs> Hashtag YOLO, that's right. <laughs> that's basically what he says. Um, but then we fight, and he has three lines of dialogue that he could say to you. Well, first he says, uh, show me your true power. Sure. Right? Yes. Before the fight. Yes, and then he could also say, uh, it was our destiny to fight. <laughs> or, uh, my fate is sealed. I have no choice. <laughs> no choice. No choice. I have no choice. No choice. <laughs> but, yo, he is the hugest motherfucker. Oh, my God. He takes up the whole screen. We thought Frost Walrus was big. This guy yeah. dwarfs him. No uh, fucking wonder he took orders from the general. You gotta, like, go across the whole screen just to hit him once. Yes. He's just not so futzo. You have to use his own arms as fucking platforms to get to his face because you can only hit him in the head. Yeah. That and means you have to. I have to because <laughs> I have to get up close and personal, yo. Yeah, X could hit him from far. It's still, kind of, it's still annoying. The years must be even more. It's pretty... It's an, it makes for an intense fight, and I'm not going to lie. I did die a couple times on here yeah, just I because bet. of his massive girth. <laughs> And his huge, like, area of damage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially considering he has energy elbows that just shoot blue balls of energy at you. Yeah. Um, he can ground stomp and shoes out energy beams when he hits the ground. And mild hovering. Mild hovering, which is actually annoying because you have to climb up all the way to the top of the screen. Yeah, because he can just... It's his form of ramming you... But it's like slow ramming. Yeah. You know? He's so big that it's so slow, but still effective. Very effective. Uh, but yeah, you take him out eventually. You really gotta kinda, it's like a battle of attrition. You really just gotta take it slow and fight him very conservatively. Mm-hmm. Um, but after you beat him, he has his post body battle damage. And it looks yeah. crazy, like his leg is missing and his arms off and crazy shit, my dude. Looks pretty intense. He's, he's just gone through a lot. He really has. And he's surprised now because the weapon started working without his help. And right. 
Zero's like, what the fuck, dude? And Gerald's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. And Zero's like, I'm going to go check this out. So he actually leaves the general alive. Yeah, true. So the general is not dead. That is good information. Maybe that'll come into play later. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as we wrap up here, we have one final internet backstory. Internet backstory. Nice. Hear it. <laughs> she got like a frog in your throat. No, it's um rabbit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, the general or the Gen Gen Naru is the giant leader of Repliforce. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Actually? That's all that's written. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> No, but there's a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Just for that intro segment. Uh, no, um, I thought you were just gonna like say end it, there. and then that's the end of it. <laughs> no, there's a little bit more. Uh, once a sympathizer of human and reploid peace, he was unwittingly manipulated by Sigma into declaring war on humanity and activating the giant destroyer satellite, the final weapon, as a way to get rid of them all. Uh, the resulting mayhem and confusion allowed for the double agent double to quietly wreak havoc everywhere. Um... And, yeah, basically recapping what happened in the game here. Um, once the supreme leader of Repliforce, he has shown... He has shown... He shown... What? Sorry, they wrote this weird. <laughs> he has shown his true responsibility and honor. Uh, when Repliforce has been branded as a, a group of Mavericks due to their appearance for help... At the Sky Lagoon by uh, the Maverick Hunters, uh, General gradually lost... Okay, who wrote this part? It's like, I'm reading, like, a fucking crazy person. Could be, like, a kid. It's wiki. You never know. That's true. I'm sorry. I'm trying to, like, translate stupid into readable text. Uh, The General gradually lost his trust uh, by the humans which made him push for a movement for Repliate independence. Um, only after he was defeated, he realizes that his organization has been used as a puppet um, and admits that this was all a mistake. All right. Um, yeah, he has some lines here. Which we'll probably end up finding out later, so I'm not going to yeah. talk about it now. Um, and there's a little bit of trivia. Yes. Uh, Sigma's conversation with the general has small differences be- between the Japanese and English versions that could actually change the way the player interprets the general's own interpretation of Sigma's words. Mm. Uh, in the English localization, when Sigma asks the general if he believes the hunters are a threat, general responds with, perhaps... How, however, in the original Japanese script, the general is silent until he dismisses Sigma. So, okay. it's kind of a different uh, approach here. Yeah. So it's kind of like he's not really... Vibes. Yeah, it's like he's not paying any heed to Sigma and not giving him a time of day in the Japanese version, but he's actually giving him a little bit of leeway in the English version. Cool. Uh, in the manga adaptation... In the... <laughs> <laughs> talking for too long the adaptation in the manga adaptation <laughs> the general takes on a more personal approach to repliforce conflict 
Uh, to that end, he destroys Frost Walrus after s- discovering the murders and atrocities he had committed in the name of Repliforce, saving X as a result, and we kind of mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about it for the, for the general. So, Whoa. another Internet Backstory down the tubes. Internet Backstory. And that is going to be it for this episode, and holy shit, we're running long. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, well, we're going to wrap it up quick. So thank you all for listening so much. We really yeah. appreciate your help uh, in helping the, ch- the podcast grow and the YouTube channel grow and everything about us grow. I um, want to give a special shout-out to Brandon, who has absolutely uh, been helping us out so much in retweeting our things, uh, the stupid shit that we say on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, thank you, Brandon. I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. And um, anything else that you guys can do, tell your friends about us. Uh, tell your parents. Tell your sisters. Tell your brothers. Tell your coworkers how fun it is to spend an hour of your day listening to two Canadian idiots talk about Mega Man. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I think uh, it'd be a good story. I think so. Yeah. Something to bond over at the water cooler. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks again for listening. If you want to reach out to us, uh, please, you can feel free to write us a review on iTunes, uh, rate, comment, subscribe there. Uh, you can message us on Podbean or download us there. Uh, Google Play, we're on there now. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email at it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's right. Or you can ping us at our twitter at it's the extreme or you can see our weekly videos that i put out um where i kind of just put random pictures to the words that we say <laughs> for Plus about an some, hour uh, some good uh overdubbing yes i do the best overdubbing sometimes <laughs> um and yeah you can leave comments there let us know about that subscribe to our youtube page uh, but that's about it. And holy shit, I feel We're like a shit. An hour. I'm talking way too much. Um, is there anything I missed? Um, no. Great. So thanks again, guys, for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Do not forget to tune in because this is a to be continued scenario. Oh yeah. That's so right. we will see you guys next week. Don't forget to write it down. <laughs> <laughs>